Welcome to Wine Girls Uncorked, where emerging sommelier Bellini Becky and wine enthusiast Ricky Shepard sit down to share their love of wine, people, and experiences with each other and with you. In this podcast, you'll hear from wine industry professionals, learn some fun wine facts, and join Becky and Ricky in sampling wine and wine service products. Hey, and don't forget to listen in at the end of each podcast for our Uncorked segment, where you never know what you're going to get. Uncork that bottle of wine and relax with us. We received a lot of great feedback on the first part of our interview with James Gibson. So, without further ado, here's part two. Hey, that rhymes. (laughs) Goodness. Well, James, what else do you want to tell us about James or... Doesn't even have to be about wine. Like anything you want to. Oh God! I know. Well, I thought this was. I, I thought this was supposed to be. Well, all we do about have wine. a question. That's what do you like to drink when you're not drinking yes. wine? And I feel oh. like I. I know you like a. Well, um, I mean, I I love wine. Mm-hmm. I drink wine all the time. Um, if I'm gonna do anything else, it, it honestly it depends on the situation, where I'm at, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I do enjoy a vodka martini. Knew it. <laughs> I do enjoy it. And um, usually, it just depends on where I'm at. Um, but I just love my wine. I can't help it. <laughs> I, I just know. love it. But um, yeah, I do love a good uh, vodka martini. Like a dirty martini? No, no. Okay. I hate <laughs> okay. martinis. No. Okay. So, typically, I'll do... There's a couple different ones. Sometimes, I'll just do a Tito's or a Kettle One, super chilled, straight up, with um, a lemon peel. Oh. But um, I do like a um, gimlet. Oh, yeah. But I... But <laughs> See, I yes. We didn't know we liked gimlet no, together. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. So, I love lime <laughs> flavors, but I always have the bartender make it with... Um, Fresh lime, Not as opposed to roses, roses lime. lime. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably a nut. I mean, well, let's see. Oh, if it's done muddled, mm. I love a cucumber martini. Oh, love it. Oh my gosh. And you have to muddle it. Yes. If I you d- use flavored vodka, it's it's shite. I had <laughs> no idea that I love cucumber martinis, but I have a friend slash coworker. Who lives in Port Lauderdale? Beautiful place. Beautiful. I got ready to say estate. No, she lives has this amazing condo, like right on the bay. Um, but her and her husband they grow cucumber and mint right on their balcony. Oh God! Yeah, just to make martinis. I Pretty love much. them. I yes. love them. They, I they, love she them. Occasionally, like slices and eats cucumber. Occasionally. But mostly, yes. In vodka. <laughs> yes, but mostly to make cucumber martinis. Oh my gosh, they are amazing. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, the last that's time my favorite. down there, I think I had. Why did you think too many. that it would be vodka martinis? I think we've talked about vodka before. Okay. I didn't know martinis necessarily, okay. but I probably asked you before because we chitty chat sometimes. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Now, you know, uh, I'm not really good with margaritas um it's too sweet it, mm-hmm. it really the sugar gives me a headache um plus you know tequila just makes my clothes fall off oh 
There's just too many times. Too, <laughs> too many, many times. Too many regrets. Yes, with the tequila. I'm glad you've learned. Exactly. Oh, you know, yeah, I to mean, not yeah. strip naked in front of people because I've drank too many shots of Patron. I mean. <laughs> but, um, let's see, what else? Um, you know what? Lately, I have been... A lot of my members, a lot of my male members... Um, are really into bourbons oh, yeah. and whiskeys. And so I'm trying to learn a little bit more about that. And, you know, I feel like I'm an idiot when I ask them questions like, uh, so I know whiskey and bourbon is kind of the same thing, but, you know, uh, these gents have all been very kind in educating me. Oh. But um, during during quarantine and shutdown when... I basically didn't have a job for mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. Um, I started getting into, at the end of the evening, getting into um, what my dad calls uh, two fingers. Yeah. And you know what I mean, like yeah. on the glass. Two yeah. fingers yeah. with two ice cubes. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, two fingers is actually three I fingers. Or we'll do two fingers twice. I have but, big um, fingers. I got, I really got into um, like Maker's Mark hmm. for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. That's not bourbon, right? That's just whiskey. Um, <laughs> you guys are both like. No, what? I have no idea. I'm looking at you like. I have no oh, idea. Maybe I don't. But know. I, I did that. I did that for a chunk of time. But you know that. Whew, that'll, yeah. that'll come up and. Smack you in the butt the next morning. Yeah. You mean to make the noise again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been to Louisville, like on a? I have bur- never done the bourbon trail. I never have. I would love to trail, do that. But we went to two distilleries last year. I learned so much, and there are a lot of similarities between really wine tasting mm-hmm. and bourbon tasting, and like. Yeah. And wine making. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. There are so many similarities. Well, to add to that. Um, about a year and a half ago, I uh, did a, a long weekend in Asheville, North Carolina with a girlfriend of mine. Um, her mom and dad retired there. And I hadn't been there in like 15 years. I couldn't believe how this town had changed. Mm. It was crazy. There is a brewery on every single corner <laughs> in downtown Asheville, North Carolina. And so my friend Julie, her her sister came and joined us as well. And she's a huge beer drinker. And so I was like, well, when in Rome. That's right. When and in so Nashville. <laughs> I drank so much beer that entire weekend. I hadn't had a beer in years. That makes me feel so full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was bloated by the end of the weekend. But I got to tell you, I it was really fun to do all these flights mm-hmm. at different breweries and I kind of treated it like a wine tasting. Yeah. And, you know, I'd go down the row and I'd smell it and and then I'd taste it and then I'd smell it again. And I'd be like, ooh, notes of raspberry. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, you're an idiot. Just drink your beer. <laughs> so that was, funny. you know, that was a really fun eye-opening thing that wine tasting, bourbon tasting... Beer tasting, even moonshine tasting, (laughs) is like more becoming an art, and Mm -hmm. and isn't that cool? I I think so. Yeah, I mean, because it's learning. It is learning. It's learning. I mean, that's life. I just want to drink to drink. Well, sure. 
but there's plenty of times I just want it to be an experience. Yeah. Learn something, learn how to appreciate it. I mean, that's... Maybe well, that's why weird. I love going to different wineries um, when I'm traveling or... I haven't done a ton here in Indiana. Uh, they do tend to go a little bit sweeter than my than my palate. But um, I did just recently uh, do a tasting at one of the local wineries. And um, it was nice. It was fun. I mean, uh, back to what you were saying. It, you know what? It was a great experience. Yeah, yeah. And that's really all I want to take from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you put your expectations like I have to find the best wine yeah. here, it's it just won't happen. Yeah. You just you gotta you gotta be a vessel. Mm-hmm. You gotta let things come to you, if you will. I don't, do you usually work on Wednesday nights? No. You should come to my next pop the cork event. We're doing it down at Tastings next to the Conrad. Oh, I love Tastings. Wednesday, November eighth. November 8th. Okay, yeah. I will throw it past uh, the boss. I got you. I'll send you a text. With okay, okay. You have I, a boss, too? Um, <laughs> well, that person will laugh that um, I'm saying right. boss because I think we all know who right. the boss is. But, um, no, I love tastings. So much fun. Mm-hmm. So much fun. We, we call it... Uh, the wine ATM. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think you're going to spend about 40 bucks, $100 in. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, at least I'm prepared now because I, right. I, I will definitely your... be there. And i got to put more money on there. <laughs> but no, um, wow. no, that's great. I will, honestly, yeah. I will try. That'd be fun. I will try. It'll be fun. I haven't been there in a really long time. And we, my pop-up events are just, I mean, kind of like this, but more people. Okay. Well, I have an idea for all of us. Yes. Since I just got back from Vegas like a week ago. Yes, they have some good wines out there. Yes, you will pay through the nose to find those good wines. So I'm like, we need a wine tasting experience in Vegas. They, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe that they don't. Is that where my next something. trip is going to be? Is that have you designed I, that? I, yes. Wait, done. are there wineries in Vegas? There are not wineries, but still, what's you the need. Point? No, you can just get wine. So <laughs> get on board, James. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you're missing the point. James. Okay. It's going to be great fodder for t-shirts. People okay. who are, gonna are find wine ideas for lovers can go to this place where they know that they can have a large selection of wine. You know what? That's actually a really good idea. That's See? where I should start my wine cafe. Exactly. Bellini's See? Wine Cafe. <gasps> Copyrighted. I'm there. <laughs> honestly, that honestly, that is a really good... I couldn't believe that. I could not... Fo- Go anywhere in Vegas and find a place like to a be wine bar or a wine experience. No. Yeah, some somebody super should nice jump restaurants, on that. right? Where yeah. you can pay exactly. $100 plus that's, for a bottle of wine. That's what I was looking yeah. at. Yeah. I really wanted to go to Lisa Vanderpump's place and get a good cocktail. Oh, that was $40, but unfortunately, when we went there, it was closed. So, yeah. Terry was like, uh, P.S. You're not missing much. Okay. All right. I love Vegas. I know. Um, is there any place you want to travel to to drink wine? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Give me the list. Well, no, I mean, Super Tuscan is my favorite. So I have never been to Italy. (sighs) I have never been to Italy. I want to go so bad. And it's always been on my bucket list. Um... I would love... What about the boss? Does the boss also want to go to Italy? Oh, God, yes. Okay. Oh, God, yes. Um... We should talk about that sometime. 
Well, you know what? I mean, we were traveling a lot. Um, and then this thing, COVID, happened. And it just kind of put a monkey wrench into all mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, we haven't done any international travel in years. Mm-hmm. And I don't count Mexico. But, um, you know, overseas, mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't done in like probably 10 years. But um, Italy is number one. Absolutely. Also, um, the boss wants to take me to... Uh, Australia, which I've never been to. <gasps> Listen, I think those are the top two destinations for Vino Bella. That people were selected. I selected uh-huh. mine. I think I selected it. <laughs> I, we interviewed the owner of Vino Villa, which is a wine shop and restaurant down in Greenwood. Okay. And we're talking about maybe doing some uh, a couple trips with them. And we they put a survey out to their people. And I think right now the top two choices are Italy and Australia. Now, I, th- I think France would be really great to go to, but, um, you know, unfortunately, I saw this expose on 60 Minutes a couple months ago, and it was all about global warming, and, um, you know, a lot of those wine regions in Europe, the temperature's changing, the, all of it is changing, and it was heartbreaking to watch this woman whose family owned a champagne winery for generations and generations. And they said, well, how much um, crop did you get this year? And she said, zero. (gasps) So for, for a vineyard, that's the kiss of death. Mm -hmm. So what's so interesting too, probably, and this is what you'll see in probably the next 20 years, especially as global warming happens and things like that, there's going to be other regions across the world where they're going to be, where they're already like planting wine grapes. And one place that you're going to see probably in 15 to 20 years is England. Yeah. Oh. Because it's getting warmer there. Wow. And they can grow that certain house. grapes yeah. in England, oh whereas before they couldn't. Yeah, it's insane. But, you know, back to your, your question. Yeah, Italy, number one. Italy and probably Australia. Yeah. So. Okay. I got you. All right. Let's do a trip. Okay. Ready. Don't you have enough people? Mm. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, I, this thought crossed my mind the other day. <laughs> I was talking to my friend, Lauren, who came in. Uh, she's a wine club member. Mm-hmm. You would recognize her. I don't know if I remember her name. She was there that day. I was doing the travel agency thing. Yes. Came for the yes, yes, yes. And she was like, I talked to James afterwards, and he was just like... I think Becky and I are going to do something together someday. And I made <laughs> and me look think, at us now. It made me think. I, and it made me think. I'm like, maybe James has a big enough following and he can do. He wants to do a trip with all of his people. I don't know. It was just funny. I, I think that would be great. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? I would do it. Yeah. I would love to do one of the trips uh, that are sponsored by Cooper's Hall. Right. Now, I they do some. Yeah. I would like to get Since, in on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do those kinds of trips. I know. Outside of Cooper's. Yeah. Those are baller <sighs> trips. But they also fill up really fast. Oh, yes. So we Oh, yes. That. Well, talk to me. I, I know a few people. <laughs> you can yeah. pull some strings. We'll talk. The CEO is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shoot him an email. Right. 
or text him. Well, we're not we're not done being friends or chatting, so it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I feel like we need more wine, though. Probably. I brought another bottle. I know. I was gonna go upstairs and get it. Do you think okay. that's okay? Absolutely. Do you guys want to keep going? Do you want to curtail? What do you want? It's entirely up to you. Oh no! I mean, I'm fine. If you have more, this to is talk your big. Because I feel like I could talk to you forever. Watch your head. Thanks. I'll try um, not to make the farting noise with okay. anymore. Also. <laughs> So our goal within the next few months is to have this uh, fully functioning studio. But we need professional help because this is Ricky just operating on my rudimentary um, information on, no, uh, on I, I think sound. And it's awesome. <laughs> we'll get there. I didn't know what to expect today. <laughs> I was a little nervous. Yeah, you're like... Oh, I have an invitation, and I'm, and now you see you're in a basement, and we close the curtains like anything could happen. Like, I, I yeah, think I'm yeah. safe with you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are. Unless we bring out the tequila, <laughs> and then it's all oh. over. And then James is naked. Oh boy, there he goes again. I just think it's interesting that everybody has that one libation that gets them like, I can't do that, never again, for these Old reasons. Old Oh. oh yeah! I'm like, first of all, I can't even picture you drinking. Gold I haven't had gold. Picture me drinking it on top of a coffee table. Uh, yeah. yeah. How old were you? College. I was gonna say I haven't had gold sugar since I was in college. <laughs> N- neither have I. <laughs> that was the last night. <laughs> no, fortunately, I don't have one that's gotten you to don't? me quite. No, I don't. I'm still. I'm searching. But, you know, here I am, 54 years old. I'm still searching for that. One thing that just gets me out of character. Um, I haven't quite gotten there yet. Yeah, I hope I'm, I'm sure you. I'll find it. I'd like to be with you when it happens. Uh, however, uh, uh, Vegas three years ago, we were out there for a friend's wedding. Uh, you know, champagne all through the reception. And then my husband and I were like, we're not done yet. Let's go somewhere else. So we went down on the strip and I can't remember what we had to drink. But uh, yeah, Ricky was definitely out of character at that point. This is a Sonoma County Zinfandel that Ricky brought. I don't know anything else about it. Do you? I don't either. Do you I to read just, it? Uh, sure, sure. I mean, yeah, just, I don't know anything Well, I haven't tasted it. it yet, but, you know, typically Zinfandel's a big characteristic is the jamminess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I love. Me too. Which I love. Um, it's a 2020 Storyteller is the brand from Sonoma. Good price point. Mm-hmm. It was between this or a Malbec that I was going to bring. Um, Storyteller does a good job. They're a good okay, everyday good to know. Um, wine. You know, it's not going to be high, high in uh, the tannics and stuff like that. It's got a pretty good punch. Oh, you can definitely smell the jamminess. Well, you're going to find the old vine zins are going to be a little bit more jammy than like just your traditional zins. Okay. So... But hey, you can definitely taste it too. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's not bad, but I don't think that, you know, especially on the heels of the Super Tuscan, um, <clears throat> don't know if I appreciate it as much. I think it's good. Give it three sips, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three sips. That's what I tell everyone. That's what they told uh, us at the bourbon oh, tasting. They me. said the first sip actually is to kind of numb your pain receptors. Yeah. yeah. Which I did not know. Yeah. So no, first, this is lovely. Yeah, uh, this is lovely. Well, thank you. I've had um, picked it out. Randomly. Storyteller before. Oh, okay. Clearly, I, I mean, you talked I about know. it like you know it. So 
<laughs> well, you know, you have to remember when you know things were shut down and stuff. I <laughs> sat at home and drank. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't go into Cooper's Hawk and buy wine. Mm -hmm. Thank God, I had a few bottles. <laughs> I did. I knocked out so many bottles of did you Cooper's Hawk. Magnums during the. Not by myself. Not by myself. Uh, those I always wanted to save for special yeah. occasions yeah. and people and stuff. But um, yeah, it was funny during during quarantine. Um, I mean, I'd be having a salad, and I'd be like, <laughs> "What? Why the fuck? No. Yeah, I'd be having a salad, and I'd be like, "I'm gonna pull out this six year old oh exclusive wine of the month." You know, I that I've been saving and saving, and I pull that cork out, and it's like black. <laughs> so you're like, oh, mama, I know this is going to be good. I know it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so I had to rely on, you know, you're Kroger so Reds. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you'd sit there and just be like, oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? When you don't have a lot of choices... It's easier to make a choice. Yeah, that's true. Whereas you go to a place like Total Wine, mm -hmm. and even I like I get anxiety. I'm glad to hear that. I, I am too. so happy to. Hear I get that. anxiety when I go in there because I, it's just too much. Yeah, I bet there's. I do appreciate their tastings because they have introduced me to a couple of things that I was like I would have never picked this off the shelf. Exactly. Yeah. Their people are super knowledgeable. Like, oh they yeah. Have a shit ton of training. Wow. Uh, I used to, well, there was a girl that used to work at Cooper's, um, and she went to Total Wine, and she was telling me about the training program, and I mean, they really hold their people to a high wow. standard. Even for part-time. Like, oh, yeah. I wow. had somebody that was wow. going to work there, and she was like, I tried, and I, like, it was, she's a full-time teacher, and she's like, I could not, I could not finish the training. It was wow. too much. That, that's too intense. And they, you know, that's they, impressive. I think they do monthly, like, tasting mm -hmm. things. It's events where somebody will come in, and it, it might be, themed. like, yeah, there'll be a theme, like, mm -hmm. it's all southwest coast of Australia, mm -hmm. Shirazes, right. <laughs> you know, um, I've always wanted to do one of those, too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I I just I love learning. Mm -hmm. I really, really do. And I think that the older you get, if you stop learning, you just stop growing, really. Yeah. So you know that. And again, I mean it's a it's a phrase I use all the time. That's a metaphor for life. <laughs> you know that was you kind should... of the impetus Wait, of, the, of the podcast. Is that a t-shirt? I'm not sure. You, you have this a lot is where of I was headed. Now. I'm like, I think this is one t-shirt. James's metaphors for life, and then on the back, like all the things. Okay, I, I'm into that. I'm into that. But if you if you ask me what the first one was, I couldn't even remember what it is. <laughs> well, we have well, recorded. Yeah, so. yeah, have tell me later. <laughs> That's what's so funny, like, especially when I'm doing tastings and stuff like that. Um, you know, I try to be fun. And sometimes stuff comes out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, I've heard it. Yeah, exactly. Stuff comes out of my mouth that are really funny. And then I can't remember what I said. I was like, what did because I say? Because you're in the moment. You're playing off yeah. the people. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, it's, it is, it's like improv. I love yeah. that part. But it's more genuine that way. 
Well, and that's why I love my clients. And that's why I love the members at Cooper's Hawk is because I think they feel how genuine I am. I think they feel that I'm I'm not bullshitting them. I think they feel that I'm real. And, you know, that I think that makes people feel comfortable. And they're seeing someone in front of them being exactly who they are and being their authentic self. Mm-hmm. And maybe that gives them courage to do that in their regular life. I don't know. Yeah. I miss that about the tasting bar. It's just like interacting with people in that way and just like figuring out who they are and like what their vibe is and then trying to match that. Like yeah. it was, oh, yeah. I loved it. And like, then I, all the I'm great playing. people you meet Yeah, there. I do miss that. That's how we met, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's all the great people that you wind up doing fun things with. No, and I mean, back to what I, I said earlier, the best part about the job is the people. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely the best part. If I, do you know how just in pain I was during quarantine? Oh, because you were not connected. There's certain members, if I don't see them at least once a month, I'm texting them. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm like, has anyone seen so-and-so? Because, yeah. And what's so weird, too, is, and I don't know, take it back to the Pisces comment, or maybe it's just my family's gypsy voodoo magic. I will, I will think about somebody, and literally they'll walk in the door the next day. The next day. Are you a Pisces? No, I'm not, but I am like. I'm feeling everything here. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Because I'm a cancer. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Another. Water side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The yeah. flowing, the mm-hmm. ebbs and flows mm-hmm. and the in and out and all of that. So, yeah. you know, when you're fluid like that, that means you're, you're an open vessel. Yeah. But too many people close that off, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, become, you know, as a wine club member, you know how many times I thought about, like, you know what, we need to, you know, tighten up the purse strings, save some money, and every time I've tried to go cancel that, like, well, it's become kind of a ritual, like, myself and my friends that, um, you know, that's our gathering spot once a month, and... I'm like, no, that is totally worth it. I'm not going to take that away from myself. It's a social like, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I have one client. She refers to Cooper's Hawk as the country club. <laughs> I mean, I'm going tracks. to the country club. Yeah. Mm, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a, been a great uh, experience in my life. It's been uh, just something that I've been able to, like, pull other people in. But, like, every time I've invited someone, they're like... This is an amazing experience. We should do this more often. I'm like, yes, yeah, see? yes, we should. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's too, there's too many just bad things in the world right yeah. now. So you know, a lot of times I'll have clients that will say to me, "You really love your job, don't you?" I can see it, and mm-hmm. I go, yeah. "Yeah." 
Why wouldn't I? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pouring people wine. I'm talking about wine, which I have a passion for anyway. I'm making people happy, which also feeds your soul. Yeah. I mean, how can I walk out of work and be like, oh my God, thank God that's over. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. That's... Now, I will tell you, you know, I put out a lot of energy. So, are you get, do you get exhausted? Is that where you're headed? Or... Yeah. I, I, well, I wouldn't say exhausted. Um, I would say more I need to decompress sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like to go on a lot of vacations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, like I, t- I tell the boss sometimes, I need, I need the spotlight turned off for like a hot minute. Uh-huh. Can we turn the camera off for just a hot minute? Because, you know, I, I really put out a lot of energy because I want people to feel good. And I want people to enjoy the, ex- the experience. Yeah. I mean, that's the basics of hospitality. Mm-hmm. And you can't teach that. Mm-hmm. It's just something you either have or you don't. Or you fake it. Yeah. Which I am absolutely... Not faking anything. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I am 100% real. Yep. You may not like me. <laughs> I love I can't this. This is that. me. It's like me. But did you have that same experience? I mean, working in the tasting room? like I did. Um, oh, after, yeah. After a day, you were kind of I like, could see that. This was great. This was fun. But, whew. Yeah. And I, you know that I'm on all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I thrive on people and have a lot of people in my life and I mean but there were there's definitely that's it takes a lot more energy than I mean yeah I was tired from being on my feet and all that and I only did part-time like James is working there full-time um I loved loved getting people to be like oh I taste that oh I taste that in the wine or Getting them to try something they never would have tried before because mm-hmm. they told me what they liked. And then I'm like, mm, you need to try this wine. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's it. I love this wine. I need to get all the bottles. You know, um, that, like, it just made me feel so good. It yeah. is exhausting, but. Um, it keeps you on your toes, it though. It does, and I loved it. And where I'm working now is much slower paced, um, and I don't have as much interaction with people like that. I mean, that's a 45-minute-ish yeah. interaction like that's pretty decent mm-hmm. um and i don't have that where i'm at so i do miss that part um i'm learning about a lot more broad kind of wines but i'm missing i miss that interaction and helping somebody like really find discover something yeah, yeah. yeah. it feels so freaking good i mean that is really <laughs> satisfying that's really satisfying so I have another story for you. My friend, Julie, who you know. I do. She's probably the one I frequent Cooper's Hawk with the most. But she was like, I don't like the Barbera. She said it tastes like burnt tires to me. Oh, and right. I believe They've it was had this you. conversation with me before. Yeah. I've seen her at Cooper's Hawk. Yes, and, she and I believe it was you that got her to try a blend that had Barbera in it and didn't tell her. She's like, I love this. This is great. <laughs> And I thought it was hilarious. I can, see, I can kind of see him with a little hand. Yeah. I do. I do that shit all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I try yeah. to sneak things on people just to be like, okay, 
I'm not going to tell you what this is. I just want you to try it. Let's just, I'm, my mind is circling right now. I'm trying to figure you out and stuff. The, the biggest one is the Chardonnays. Yeah, people it's are so funny. So like polarized by Chardonnay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I don't know why Chardonnay oh, is yeah. like that, but you know, people either love it or hate it, and then you know, um, I hate Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Here, I've got something else. It's dry. It's a little bit lighter. Whatever. <laughs> I pour it. Ooh, I like it. Mm -hmm. Well, that is a Chardonnay. <laughs> it's just aged in a different type barrel. Yep. And they're yes. like, holy crap. You know what I mean? Mm, but sometimes I, people don't appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I'm those people. Like, I was like, no. Don't even want to try a Chardonnay. Don't even make me try it. But yeah, I did find out that I do appreciate the one in the steel barrels and not the yeah. char Chardonnay. I, I was like, oh, okay. I could drink this for sure. Which is funny because when I started getting into wine and drinking more of it, Chardonnay is kind of the one that opened the door for me. I oh, don't that ask is me why. Yeah. And now hmm. I'm like, it's huh. my. That's not a usual door opener. No, it I... isn't. Usually like Moscato. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Or like if you're to transferring to dry, like you. a Pinot Grigio or a dry Riesling. Okay, to be, to be fair, before that, like I would have wine like twice a year and it was usually like. Um, Reunidi Lambrusco. I'm like, Ooh. oh, I'm so sophisticated. Yeah. Reunidi. Yeah. yeah. Girl. Are those commercials? Reunidi. Bring in the nice. 80s back. Reunidi. So nice. Oh, I wonder if we can use that song in our podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. Copyright stuff. Okay. Let's see if we can. We do it. not own the rights to this music. <laughs> um. Also, we should make it some background noise, <laughs> I think. Anyway, but yeah, that was like my once or twice a year thing. And then. Um, I think when I was going through my, my second divorce, um, I had a friend that was like, she was a, she was a wine lady. She's like, here, try some of this. And I was like, oh, where's this been all my life? <laughs> yeah. Sure. So yeah, that got me hmm. kind of cracked the door open. I was like, well, let me try other things. Yeah. And when they had, do you remember this bar at 82nd Allisonville called Divine? Yeah. I yes. yes. Back in the day. Love that place. So I went there I do day for place. a wine tasting, and I was like, oh, "All these delicious reds! What? Didn't I even know I was." That was a cool space. Yeah, was it, it really was. Yeah, it was on the north side of the road, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like the north, the uh -huh. north, west corner, northwest, east. yeah, something like that. So somewhere in there, I think it's uh -huh. like a David's Bridal now or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, wow. but yeah, it was such a neat place, and. Uh, Went there for a couple of wine tastings, and that really just that kind of blew the doors off of everything I'd ever had yeah, up until I then. That a big like yes. glass wine thing mm -hmm. that yes. could like climb up the. I never saw anybody climb it, but it looks like they could have been. Maybe I was just there at the wrong times. I think it was before I was really into wine. Wow, that's yeah. Well, see you too. Before I was really into wine, yeah. Well, it's because I'm so much younger. Than uh, you. Shh. shh. <laughs> shush. I know it's your your house, but I'm saying shush. Oh my. No. Oh my. <laughs> Wait a minute, ladies. I thought this was all about me. I know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's what started started everything. Hey, everyone has to start somewhere. 
Yeah. But then I started uh, wondering about, well, why do I like this? And what is the difference? Because I always thought I was a sweet girl. And now here I am on the dry side. Look I'm just us. taking a few just to, no, for social that, media. Oh, no, that's fine. We're going to have to get some more uh, wine-centric I know. I thought about things. I need to get pictures of my travels and my trips. Uh -huh. I thought to put up here. That would be, don't you think? Yeah. Well, now that my husband has his printer going, you can get, like, these huge, amazing. Like, my parents, they have a, they have, they have a ginormous, like, I think bigger than this wall picture of them like at the Swiss Alps and it's like their it's like their life size and I'm like oh, wow. I can't I, it's okay. too much it's yeah. too much I can't do it I can't I'll have to Go take away. it's not at their house in Florida I'll have to take a picture it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's a lot and I'm like I can't do that so maybe not too large for Matt but yeah yeah anyway um I don't think it's those quite that big but do we need to close great. out do you think or we did we already do you feel like we've already just kind of yeah, I was like, close out, like a tab. Do we need to pay you? <laughs> pay me? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> um, no, that was not a part of the agreement. Oh, okay, Ricky. okay, all right, sorry. <laughs> you said, pay me? Well, you said close out, and I'm like, Oh, I've never, I mean, no, I'm sorry. I haven't listened to your podcast. It's okay. Um, and you I'm honored it. and I'm honored to be asked to be on it. Um, I don't know how no. these things work. <laughs> We're not so. that big like, yet. <laughs> we do stop the conversation at some point. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we keep recording because fun things happen after we Well, sure, recording. sure. And I'm sure there's but. some like buzz phrases that come out. Oh, absolutely. But the idea. But, but I am on an empty stomach, and we've been drinking. Yeah, I know, and I'm exactly. like, if we're going to keep you too long, and yeah, sorry, it's six thirty. Okay. Have we um, have we car. covered everything? <laughs> yeah, that you yes. think oh, that yeah, we need yeah, to. We're great. Are you are you good? I'm good. Yeah. Do I need to say any like tagline or anything? Is it? Is there anything you want to promote? Upcoming events? Is there a wine club dinner or anything you want to promote? Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So then we're good. Okay. Thank you, James. Thank you guys so much. I really am honored to be asked to be here, and um, this has been just so much fun, and I I hope it helps yeah. you, it helps me, and yeah. and people are enjoying the podcast, so well, we hope thank to have you. have you back again when we're even bigger and better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just figure out some, some other subject. Yeah, and we'll just go off. Tequila, perhaps. <laughs> just saying. Wait a minute. <laughs> Becky and I hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving with lots of delicious wine. Be sure to make it up to the 96th Street Cooper's Hop this holiday season to say hi to James and see what seasonal wines they have. Also, head over to Bellini Becky's page to sign up for her next Pop the Cork event at Mallow Run on December 12th. Join Rosé, Ricky, and Bellini Becky in two weeks right here wherever you listen to our podcasts to get caught up on what we've been up to lately.